Hey guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. We're two lifelong friends and musicians, but when we're not playing gigs, we like to talk games. And today on the Gaming Gig Podcast, we're talking about the new Super Mario Bros. movie. Let's a go! <laughs> Okay, Daniel, I think we have done the impossible. Not to toot our own horn here, but we have done something that is next to impossible, which is we saw the Super Mario Brothers movie four or five days ago, and we have not said a word about it not to word. each other, nope. saving it all for the podcast. We walked out of the theater, and we saw it, we saw it together. Yeah, we too. saw it together, yeah. Me, you, and Catherine. And uh, we walked out of the theater, we walked all the way to our cars, and Catherine was like, wait a minute, what did you guys think about it? And I was like, Mm-mm. we're saving it for the podcast. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. So that means we're a little behind on, you know, the movie's been out for, you know, by the time the podcast comes out, the movie's been almost out for a week. But yeah. still. But we saw it opening day. And so I know this we were is, on the cutting edge. We were. Yeah. I know this is technically a gaming podcast and this is a movie, but it's, it's a game movie. It's a game movie. Mm-hmm. Right. We talked about other, we talked about the last of us TV show. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to talk about the Super Mario Bros movie. And you know, this isn't even the only game movie I watched this week. What game movie did you watch this week? I watched Super Street Fighter 2, the animated movie. Okay. So, we put out a poll, and it was thoughts on the Super Mario Bros. movie. Mm-hmm. Find out what everyone thought. Mm-hmm. We had 23% of people say they enjoyed it. 6% of people say it was okay. 2% of people say they didn't like it. And a big old 70% of people said they hadn't seen it. Now, if you break those numbers down, because I was like, well, it's hard to say because it seems like only 23% of people enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But if you break it down to the people who saw it, 75% enjoyed it, 19% thought it was okay, and 6% didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Of you, the people who saw it. Yeah, I went ahead yeah. and did the math on that just to A so little it. relative frequency action. Right. Yeah. So really, 75% of people who went to see it enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It was enjoyable. So we haven't talked about it. I don't yeah. even know what you think about it, but... Um, let's go ahead and talk about what did you think? I mean, what were your thoughts on the movie? Um, it was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how, but um, I feel like it's weird now that we've not talked about it for four or five days. Now we can't like just go into it. You know, it's like we've been all the suspense is there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been on pins and needles, man. And, uh, no, I, I liked it. It was enjoyable. It was just a simple little kids movie that had Mario skinned throughout it. You know, like it was like a Mario skinned. It wasn't just Mario skinned. Um, It was a Mario movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they didn't do their homework because they clearly did. Right, Um, right. You know, it's not... If it wasn't Mario... Let me say that if it wasn't Mario, I'd have never seen it. Oh, yeah. But because it was Mario, I enjoyed it. And I loved all the little Easter eggs. Yeah. I I, I started out the movie like trying to spot as many as I could. And then by the end, I had kind of forgotten. I kind of got out of the There was a lot. There was a ton. And we'll talk more about those in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So what did you think? My thought was, in terms of a Mario movie, it mm-hmm. being a Mario movie, I think they nailed it in a way. I mean, I really don't think that it was um, bad at all. There were some things I didn't like about it, and we'll get yeah. to that in a little bit, like definitely. But in terms of like, I always wondered like going into this, how are they gonna make a Mario movie? No Mario games really have any plot besides mm-hmm. Bowser like you know, stealing Peach or trying to marry Peach. And that's just what they did. I yeah. mean, like, they just went with the traditional Mario plot. Which, Can we talk spoilers here? Like, I think, uh, I don't really like, think there's a whole way. No like, way Bowser to tries to marry Peach and Mario stops him? Like, is that, maybe stop watching? Uh, yeah. That's what's weird is, like, I keep, I just spoiled the whole thing. I keep, 
seeing like people on YouTube talking about this and they're like, oh, spoiler free. I was like, how? There's no spoilers to have. It's a Mar- If you go into it knowing it's going to be a Mario movie. Yeah. There's no spoilers. It is like the most textbook predictable plot that mm-hmm. you could ever imagine from a Mario movie. Yeah. I mean, the way they handle certain characters, maybe. Um, maybe people didn't want to spoil that. Because that's all anybody's been thinking about is like, right, yeah. how's Seth Rogen going to be as Donkey Kong? You know, like, mm-hmm. and I thought he was good, by the way. Um, and honestly, when I'm while I'm thinking about it, I think, like you said, I think the plot was like very simple, very predictable, but true to the source material. Right. But I think the way they handled the characters was really good. Like, I feel like we got some background information on, like, all of them. Like, we got, like, a little bit of, of insight into, like, Donkey Kong's relationship with his dad. Yeah. You know, like, and same thing with Mario and Luigi. We met the whole dang family. Yeah. You know, we got some background on Peach. Um, no, not really. Yeah, we did. What was We found th- out that she, like... Came through a pipe like Mario. And yeah, like but that was a, it was a mysterious thing. Yeah, but That's I mean, so, like, it's more yeah. than we've ever gotten. Yeah, true, um, true. We didn't really get much on Toad, but I think you can just assume he's a Toad. He's he lived in the Mushroom Kingdom, but he was awesome. I thought he was really funny. Yeah. Speaking of, let's just go ahead and talk about casting. I mean, like, yeah. there's the big one. I mean, like, Chris Pratt as Mario. That yeah. was the one that everyone was worried about. Um, my thought is... Um, I think that he was fine as Mario. I mean, like, he was fine. I mm-hmm. didn't think that it was the best casting. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if anyone could have done better. It's Mario. It's weird. It's like, but I thought that he was one of the weaker characters, personally. Yeah. I didn't think he was, like, amazing. I thought the part when he tried to tame the Velociraptors was really weird. <laughs> um, yeah. That was then, kind of out of left field, wasn't it? And then that part when he was like clowning around with Nick Offerman, I thought that was really weird too. And then there was the whole like flirting with the green alien. Um, and then Batista show. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was wondering how long you're going to keep going there. <laughs> I kind of ran out. <laughs> I was Chris like, Pratt. how much Chris Pratt is he going to have? Uh, no, I agree. He was fun, but he didn't like just completely capture my heart. You know, I think my least favorite casting choice was... Um, I want to guess. Okay, go ahead. Charlie Day. No. I didn't have a problem with Charlie Day. I didn't have a problem with Charlie Day either. I wish he. I just wish we'd seen more Luigi. That was my only critique. I think my, uh, my least favorite uh, casting was Cranky Kong, which was Fred Armisen. Oh, yeah. I love Fred Armisen. I'm a big SNL fan. I've been an SNL fan my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, love Fred Armisen. I... Did not like him as Cranky Kong. I didn't think he was funny. Uh, he was doing a weird voice that um, yeah. oddly sounded like, uh, what's his name? Uh, was it was it Larry David? Um, yeah, it did kind of have a Larry David thing, didn't it? Yeah, I was like, what in the world is going on hmm. here? It was just a strange thing. Like, I don't, uh, Catherine didn't know who was voicing uh, Cranky Kong. And mm-hmm. she asked me, she said, was that Larry David? And I was like, No. But I get it because it did kind of sound like a Larry David accent. I was like, what in the world? Like, why does, how is this Cranky Kong? It just didn't make any sense to me. I didn't think he was funny. Like, Fred Armisen can be hilarious. I just think Mm -hmm. he was, I don't know if he just like wasn't into it or it was just bad, like, casting or bad direction on their part in terms of like telling him what to do. Hmm. I don't know, but I just thought it wasn't good. I don't know. Honestly, I didn't think a whole lot about Cranky Kong. He he wasn't, you know, he was a minor character. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But you're right. It was kind of it was kind of flat. Yeah, I don't know. But my favorite part of the movie happened in the in the DK place. Okay, what was the that? Forest 
place, the Jungle Land or whatever, mm-hmm. the Jungle Kingdom. When they when they made all their carts and they walked up to the carts and they were spinning the wheels, yeah, I was like, that is amazing. Yeah. Like, I I think that might be one of like one or two times when I just like literally laughed out loud. Mm-hmm. Like I loved that so much. When they had the wheels, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, there was tons of references to like so many, not mm-hmm. just Mario uh, franchises or Mario games, but like Nintendo games just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously Mario Kart, but there was references to all sorts of things. I mean, we had, uh, in speaking of carts, we had like Donkey Kong using the cart from the like, what is it, like Jungle Blast or what is the... Uh, what is the game? The one we has the bongos? The bongos, um, yeah. I mean, sure. I know the Jungle Beat is one of them, Jungle but Beat, one yeah. of them was a racing game, and you use the oh. bongos to race, and that was the cart he was using, I think. Mm, I don't know. I don't know I what think, game I think that is. I don't remember what that one was called. I, I never played it. I just, I just remember seeing it. Huh, I didn't pick up on that one. Yeah, because it had those... Uh, those, those rocket things. Those rocket things. I'm pretty sure that in when in the game you would like play the left or right bongo to like uh, control like what direction you were going, and it would like... Hmm. Okay. I could be wrong about that because I never played it. But if I remember seeing it and like hearing mm-hmm. about it and stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it was really interesting. There were tons of references. So um, what about anything that you – we, we kind of talked about things we didn't like. I One thing that I definitely did not like and it continuously took me out of the experience was – when they would mix in these like 80s songs. I did not like it at all. Yeah, I, I, I saw like, that you responded to a comment with that. And uh, you're right. That was kind of weird when they like threw AHA in. And it's like, why? I mean, there's so much great Mario music. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of great Mario music in the movie. There was. It was really well done. Yeah, really well orchestrated. Just great. I just wish they had done the entire thing with Mario music. No need to have you know, like these popular songs that people know, mm-hmm. people know Mario music. You don't have to add in these like weird pop songs. We did not need, I need a hero plan during the like, you know, training. I forgot montage. about that one. Yeah. No, we didn't need that. We didn't need that. No, we didn't need, we needed, what we needed was a uh, peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> right. Uh, also, I, did, I mean, this is the one thing we did talk about about the movie immediately. Like before we even left the theater, I looked at Randy and I was like, "They really let him go full Jack Black, didn't they?" Yeah, yeah. Because um, I I was really excited to see Jack Black as Bowser. I thought he would probably do really good, and he did. I thought he did a good job. But there were some times when they just like let him do the Jack Black thing, and I was like, "That's not really what I'm looking for in my Bowser." You know, like yeah, it kind of takes you out of it a little bit, doesn't him it? Him looking at his little wizard minion. Sorry, I can't remember the name of the wizard. And come jam with me. <laughs> like that's weird. Like that's straight out of School of Rock. You know. Yeah. But then they jammed on. Bling bling. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I liked him as Bowser, but like you were right, it definitely. 100% was at time. You're not thinking this is Bowser. You're thinking this is Jack Black. Yeah. Which, okay. And I love Jack Black. Yeah. I really do. I think he is hilarious. Um, but I didn't I didn't need the Jack Black shtick no. in Bowser, you know. I mean, it, I wish they had like, um, like they, looking back, they released a uh, music video for the Peaches song. Like oh, a lot no. of Jack Black doing it. And you can tell when in the music video that they did sort of like, alter his voice a little bit. I think they added like a, some sort of effect that didn't lower the pitch, but kind of like made it sound a little deeper. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they did kind of modulate his voice a little bit, but I wish they had gone more, made him lower, growlier, more Bowser sound. And then maybe it wouldn't have felt 
as weird. I don't know. It would have felt pretty weird seeing Bowser like sing a ballad on the piano. Well, maybe but, so. But yeah, maybe the voice would have helped. Maybe. Um, so we got a comment here from Flavored Money. 875. That is a good username. Flavored Money. <sighs> it was good. Better than I expected. Lots of good Easter eggs. Happy Easter, by the way. Easter on, yeah. We're recording this on Easter. Um, yeah, there were tons of Easter eggs. I was trying to think, um, oh, one of the things that I was interested in, this isn't necessarily an Easter egg, um, but Charles Martinet, mm-hmm. who is the original voice actor for Mario, mm-hmm. was in the film and actually played two characters. Do you know which two? <clears throat> I know he played the old man. In, there was like an old man in a diner playing Jumpman. Playing, uh, uh, playing the old Donkey Kong game? I thought he was playing... Isn't that what Mario? Mario is. It's from. Mario is from the Donkey Kong game, but I thought it said Jumpman on the arcade machine. But yeah. you're right; it probably was Donkey Kong because wow. I don't know. There's a Jumpman game now that I say that. But uh, yeah, he was playing that arcade machine. I was pretty positive that was him because he turned around and did several like stereotypical Mario quips. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's gotta be him. Uh, what is that character's name? Just uh, Giuseppe. Giuseppe. I can't remember what that. That's like a character that's. From a thing. I don't really know, but it's mm. from a Mario thing. And then he also uh, was the voice for Mario's dad. Yeah, of that was, was going to be my next guess. Of course he was Mario's dad, right? Yeah. That's like the thing now. We saw that with um, uh, Ashley uh, Johnson playing as Ellie's mom yep. in The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And now we got Charles Martinet being Mario's dad. Of yeah. course. It's just the, th- the thing to do. I guess it's it makes sense, but it is a little... Uh, How do you think it would have been if they let him be Mario? I don't... You know... I think I would have liked it if Charles Martinet had been Mario. If they had just had... They would have had to redone Luigi, too. Like, they couldn't have one, like... Like, they should have had him be Mario, because he is Luigi, too. Yeah. I mean, he's both, so... Yeah. Um, he... I think he could have done it. I think it would have been mean, great. he definitely could have done it. I think I, it would have been great. I just wonder, and I, I think... I think I would have liked that more. But I just wonder how it would... Like, how would... How would it sound to hear, like, Mario, the real Mario... Yeah. Talking to, like... Jack Black's Bowser, you know? Or, yeah, okay. You're, or, you're uh, right. And, but we we didn't get... This is the most we've ever heard Mario talk, so maybe it would have been mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think he could have pulled it off. I think he could have pulled it off, too. I, I kind of wish they'd let him do it. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously a great voice actor. I mean, oh, he's yeah. been doing it forever, so I mean, like, yeah. yeah. So, um, next thing we'll talk about here is... So, critics absolutely panned this movie. Hmm. I mean, it has like a... I don't know, like a 50. It's rotten. It's like a 50-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Right? But the audience score is like high 90s. Mm-hmm. So what is up with this separation? Is it that it is a bad movie, or is it just a movie that's made for the audiences? It's not made for critics? I wonder if that's normal for Illumination movies. It probably is, yeah. Like, I wonder what Minions has on Rotten Tomatoes. Like you think movie critics, they're talk, they're talking about like they're looking at all the movies, you know, <clears throat> and obviously this movie had no plot, you know, um, it was well produced, it looked good, mm-hmm. and it was obviously a movie for the fans. It has, n- see, look, okay, Minions is just bad all around. It's, uh, yeah, it's fifty five percent critic score and forty nine percent audience score. Uh, let's let's check on the best movie that's ever been made according to Gen Z: The Rise of Groot. Is that a... It's Minions, the Rouser Group. Uh, 70% on Rotten Tomato critic score, so it is certified fresh, and it's 89% audience score, so... 
So the Mario movie is going to be like the best movie ever because it has like, I don't know, like a 96 or something um, audience score. Yep, 96 and 56 credits, uh, critics. So Critics. I mean, obviously this was meant for Mario fans. It was meant for people to come in and get all the Easter eggs and just mm-hmm. like, you know. Did you see the, the R-Wing on Mario's TV? I saw someone talking about it, but I didn't notice it in, yeah. when I went in the movie. I liked that one. Yeah. That, that one I caught and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, people obviously love this. Mm-hmm. We got comments from Ninblasto, uh, Barbamu, and Scientific Apple, who all said, like, Nin- Ninblasto said it became one of my favorite movies of all time. Barbamu said one of the best movies. It was so funny. And Scientific Apple said best movie ever. I mean, people, like, love loved mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. The guy sitting next to me in the theater loved it. <laughs> he did, didn't he? <laughs> he cackled at every little cheap laugh. Like, that that what was that dog's name? He was the prime audience. He was like our age too. Yeah, yeah. He no, was, I think he was a little older than us, but maybe that was just maybe I just wanted him to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, he like anything. That little dog would like raise its eyebrow and he'd go, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> he'd go back. I mean, he was he probably so been, giddy. He, he was probably so giddy going to see a Mario. He definitely was, yeah. and he must have had a bottomless popcorn because he was. <laughs> crushing that crap for how long is the movie hour and a half yeah for um for one hour and 32 minutes that gentleman was chowing on some popcorn and breathing hard (laughs) i mean he was he was just really into it Mm -hmm. um and i'm glad he had a good time (laughs) but i started laughing at the fact that he was laughing so much instead of the movie and um Mm -hmm. anyway it was funny yeah, I, I was, you know, over a seat. So it didn't it didn't affect me as much as it did you. But I definitely, I could tell even from a seat over that, that dude was really enjoying his time at the Mario movie. Yeah, and then there was that other guy like diagonally back behind us who was like audibly speaking all the Easter eggs. Like, <laughs> it's the hat from Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. Not Cappy. No Cappy. No. I wish Cappy had. I was actually really looking for Cappy. Cap, I knew Cappy wasn't going to be there. I just had a suspicion. That that's like so. a whole plot thing that they would have to explain. They wouldn't have had to explain. They didn't explain Luma. No, they didn't. And Luma was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I um, was not expecting Luma to be like, you know, this character that was like craving the sweet release of death. Like, Yeah, that, that was, was so funny. That was bizarre. That was really funny. Um, I think that one... <clears throat> I heard people. I saw comments from someone saying that, like, they think that the the Luma thing was like an like an illumination. Like they insisted on having some sort of character like that. Apparently, that so that they could have something to sell that was like a little plushy, like a little funny little plushy that they could have that they would be like this weird character, this like off the wall character. Okay. Like, like I don't they know. couldn't sell plushies of literally every character. You know what I mean, though. But like they're saying that like uh, they didn't think that was a Miyamoto. Um, you know, mm. something that he came up with <laughs> or Nintendo because yeah. that is so off the wall. That's, I don't think that Nintendo would have ever thought be like, yeah, let's, let's have this one Luma who is like Wanda basically die. craving death and is eh. like super dark. That I, doesn't sound like Miyamoto. No, but you know, I want to talk more about the Nintendo influence here in a second. Mm-hmm. But first, before we do that, I want to let you guys who are watching or listening know about our discord community because we have a discord community and we would love for you to be a part of it uh yeah 
basically in every gaming gig video that exists on YouTube and in the description on podcasts and stuff, there is a link to join our Discord. And if you go on there, uh, it's just a great place. We have people who hang out, but it's also a good place to find out what we're doing when we post videos or podcasts or when we go live on Twitch. We just like to see you there and uh, come hang out with us. Heck yeah, it's a great little growing community. We always we get a few people, uh, you know, a few more people every week. So yeah, let's let's get that exponential growth going. Let's do it. So, um, talking about Nintendo's influence here, I think that one of the reasons that this was successful is that it was very hands on with Nintendo. <clears throat> you mm-hmm. know, you had Miyamoto there the entire time acting as a producer. Um, and I think that because of that, it stayed true to Mario. I think if they had just handed this off to Illumination and said, okay, make a Mario movie, I don't think that it would be as well received as it has been. You're probably right. Um, if they just said to Illumination, you know, here, you've played the games, make a movie, it would have all felt kind of off the wall. It just wouldn't, wouldn't have felt as genuine, right. I don't think. I do too. I think that... I'm really glad that Nintendo was there to kind of keep it on the straight and narrow, being like, you know, mm-hmm. this is a Mario movie. It, I, I think Illumination would have done some crazy plot. And I think Nintendo probably insisted that, nope, the plot needs to be Bowser's trying to marry Peach. Mm-hmm. And that is the plot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And like that needs to be the only plot. Mm-hmm. No other plot. <laughs> no like weird side plots. Nope. I mean, there yeah. were like little things. I mean, you know, we yeah. had like a big emphasis on Mario and Luigi's kind of uh, brothership, you know, which mm-hmm. was cool to see. It was. And we got to, you know, kind of have this cool um, parallelisms between Donkey Kong and Mario, both like feeling like they aren't mm-hmm. living up to their dad's expectations. That's true. Like little things like that. Yeah. Like we had a lot of things like that that was cool and like little side plots, mm-hmm. but they were more, I guess, like motifs in the yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing that took us like off the rails from... Rod Rainbow Road back to the dang yeah, yeah. Mushroom Kingdom and kick Bowser. Right. I mean, like, it was like, okay, I want you to try to make it, make everyone who's played any Mario game, no matter what Mario game it is, mm-hmm. make them feel like they recognize something and feel seen and like they are able to catch on to something. Mm-hmm. And that is the most important thing. Make it a movie for the audience. Yeah. I loved, I'm just kind of thinking about all the things I liked about it now, but I loved how they handled just platforming. I thought it was so funny. Like, yeah, that so there's bizarre, just right? random platforms and crap. Then, mm-hmm. you know, you got, and there's boxes like the power ups. That mm-hmm. was so funny. Like, yeah, that was, I loved the scene when peach was teaching Mario how to use the power ups. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. And I look, I mean, all the way down to the flag they grabbed. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked that a lot. It was great. You know, like, um, it, it really was like, speaking of power ups, um, like Catherine, my wife, her favorite thing about uh, like her favorite Mario game is 3D World. Mm-hmm. Like she's played that game through by herself multiple times, and she loves the cat power up. And when Mario got the cat suit power up, she loved it. Like <laughs> she loved that moment. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Either. No, they they featured a lot of power ups. I mean, we got. Mm-hmm. We got mushroom. We got poison mushroom. We got the flower suit. We got the tanuki suit. We got the fire flower. We got the ice flower, the mm-hmm. freeze flower thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I think that's all of them, but that's we, pretty good. We got a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty cool. You know what I was really wanting to see is the cape from Super Mario World. Oh, I would yeah, have loved cool. to see that. And it was their logo on their plumbing van. 
Mm-hmm. But I would have loved to see Mario like get you know it's a feather, right? Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see him like get this feather and like get this cape and then just kick Bowser's butt like that. That would have made me so happy because mm-hmm. that's like Super Mario World is the game. Yeah, I know that that was like one that you played a lot when you were a kid. And oh, I, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot too. Yeah, yeah, that's the game. So we got a comment here from Sonoma uh, saying better than the crappy Sonic movie, mm. and I included this one in because I wanted to ask you: Have you seen the Sonic movie? Nope. Me neither. Isn't I there two of them? There's two of them, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't seen either one. I, I didn't know if you had seen it or not. Um, Those teeth weirded me out, man. I just didn't get They changed that. I know. <laughs> I know. But they were real nightmare fuel. Mm-hmm. They really were. But no, I hadn't seen it. Yeah, and, and me neither. And uh, I just I wanted to ask you about it because I wasn't sure if you had any thoughts. I'm just not a big Sonic man. Uh, Sonic man. I'm not either. But also, something that I don't like uh, that they did in the Sonic movies, they tried to mix the like animated and real world stuff. I've always thought that was mm-hmm. a little weird. Um, it is. Some movies pull it off better than others, like the Detective Pokemon, or Detective Pikachu, sorry, movie. It was that way, and it was okay. And you know, that movie also had Pikachu voiced by a big-name actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds right? played yeah. Pikachu, yeah. Did you see that one? No. I did. I did go see that one. Did you like it? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. It wasn't as good as the Mario movie. But, I mean, I'm not as big of a Pokemon fan as I am a Mario fan, so like... Have you seen the clip of Ash and Pikachu's final battle in the Pokemon anime? No, is it great? Is it make? Is it going to bring a tear to my eye? I'll watch it. it. <laughs> okay, I think it will. Oh no! Uh, it came just the clip of like the moment, like uh-huh. came across my Tic Tac today. Oh no! And I gotta watch I it. I watched it like, and I shouldn't have. Yeah, I wasn't ready. I I got out of the Pokemon uh, anime. You know, when I was, I watched the first yeah, couple seasons of it. Me too. And loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. But then I kind of grew out of it. Yeah. But me then too. a handful of years back, I just got the hanker and I was like, I want to go back and watch the Pokemon anime. And, um, you know, I was, Catherine has never seen uh, the Pokemon anime and she's not really ever been a Pokemon fan at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe she'll like it because she did love Dragon Ball. We've watched Dragon Ball together so many times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe she'll, we can get back into this. And we went back and watched the first couple episodes, and she was not digging it at all. Yeah, I don't think those early seasons would still be very good. I didn't think it was bad. You didn't think it was bad? No, but it was, I mean, you talk about nostalgia, man. Those first couple episodes from that first season of Pokemon, I don't know how many times I've watched those. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember remember them very well. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, But, yeah. You need to go watch. I need to go watch that. Just look up the clip. I just, I don't, you know, man, okay. I mean, I don't have any context for it. I don't know why they're leaving the show. Like, I don't know what the reason, the the show reason for it is. I mean, it's been going forever. That Mm -hmm. show has been an active, you know, running since we were kids. Well, it's still going to keep going. They're just changing protagonists. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, but I don't know what the reason for that is, like, in the story. Maybe it's the voice actor. Maybe she's done doing Ash. Maybe. Yeah. I know she's been doing it for a long time. You need to look that crap up. Yeah. So we got another comment here from Galaxy Cosmos saying, not a big fan of Mario, so I don't think I'll watch it. Now, I left this one in because uh, Hmm. how can you not be a fan of Mario? I mean, maybe he's a Luigi guy. That's it. A Luigi guy. I consider myself a Luigi guy. Um, But I don't. My Luigi fandom, which is, I know that's what he meant. Or he or she, Galaxy. I know that's what you meant, Gal. Um my Luigi fandom comes from like Super Mario Bros. Two, mm-hmm. the American the one, you, one. The one where you could play as Mario, Luigi, Peach, Peach. or Toad. Yes, and I loved playing as Luigi because he jumped the highest. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've just always kind of gravitated towards Luigi. I mained him in Smash Four. 
Um, but I and I and I did play the first Luigi's Mansion back in the day, and I liked it. But I don't always love Luigi just being a constant coward. That's his character, man. I know, but I just don't feel like it always was. Maybe not always, but because I, mean, I have like a head cannon for yeah, Luigi. Yeah, I would say <laughs> like when, back in the day, Luigi had no character at yeah, all. Yeah, that's true. Luigi was just a, a, a palette flip of Mario. You know, he was taller in that one game. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, one yeah. thing I noticed about the movie, uh, they had Luigi not jumping. Mario could jump better than Luigi in the in the movie, and I didn't like that. Yeah, I, I thought Luigi should be able to jump higher than Mario. I was also looking for Luigi to jump and do the. Oh yeah, you know the feet. We did get to see Peach with the dress thing. Yes. That, that finally happened, um, and I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, we didn't get to see Luigi do his little uh, flutter run or whatever. Well, Luigi really didn't do a whole lot of platforming at all. No, not much. Not he, much. He just didn't get a lot of shine in this movie, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish he had. I feel like they might have been trying to develop his character. You know, show him like find him finding his courage. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of want to see it come a little quicker. Yeah, I mean, that would have been cool. Um, so, before we finish off here, any final thoughts on the Mario movie? Anything we haven't touched on that you would like to touch on? Do you think there will be another one, or do you think there will be, like, other spinoffs? Okay, so that's, yeah, that's a really great question. So, they kind of did this in a way where it it felt like it wrapped up nicely so that maybe it was safe. Maybe mm-hmm. they did it so that if they never do another one, yeah. they don't need to do another one. But they also left it to where, I mean, I don't see why they couldn't. It wasn't like they finished and like made it so that they can never have a sequel. Right. So I think it comes down to how much money does it make? Mm-hmm. And is Nintendo happy with the way it like uh, promotes their image of what mm-hmm. they want Mario to be? And they're definitely pushing Mario into different fields. You know, they've opened the theme park. Now they got the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I understand, this... Mario movie is like setting records, like or or at mm-hmm. least close to setting records in terms of animated things, and like definitely like number one for uh, game adaptation movies. Mm-hmm. So, do I think there'll be another one? Yes, I do. I do think there's going to be another. Do you think it's going to be another Super Mario Bros. movie, or do you think they're going to do a spinoff first? Because I could see a Luigi's Mansion movie. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, as long as people like the Charlie Day thing, I think mm-hmm. they could definitely do it. Or, you know, Nintendo has recently acquired a movie studio for themselves. So is there a chance that Nintendo will ditch Illumination and try to do mm-hmm. a movie on their own? I think like that, an in-house that's possible. movie. Sure. The way they have 100% total control, they don't need Illumination to do mm-hmm. this. You know what I would like to see more than any of those other ideas? Mm-hmm. I would like to see a Donkey Kong movie. We haven't really talked about Seth Rogen much. No, uh, I liked him a lot. I thought he was really funny. Um, I mean, Seth Rogen's just funny. I just like Seth Rogen. Right. Yeah. But Um, he did no voice at all. It was just Seth Rogen. I knew it was going to be just Seth Rogen. Yeah. I was ready for that one. And uh, and I liked it. And we even got to see Diddy Kong in the crowd. And I I would like to see more Diddy Kong. And I would like to see King K. Rule. That's what I would like to see. I don't know who would voice him. Maybe like James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't know. I don't know who they would get to do King K. Rule, but I would love to see a stereotypical DK movie. King K. Rule takes over the, uh, you know, steals the banana horde or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, could, I would love to see that. So, yeah, I could totally see a Donkey Kong movie. Um, that would be cool. I, You know, another Mario Bros. movie. I think that would work. I think they're definitely going to do another. I think mm-hmm. this one's going to be pro- proved to be too financially successful yeah. 
to not do it. Uh, I don't. I think this was made like on a fairly low budget. I think Illumination is known for that. They're mm-hmm. known for like putting together movies at a pretty low cost, despite the fact that this was like it looked great. You know, yeah, they put so many stars into this. I obviously they didn't pay them a whole lot to do it because the budget was low. I guess I didn't really realize it was so low budget. It's got such big name actors. I just assumed they had some money to throw at it. I mean, I, if, if I may be wrong about this, it might get you to look it up, but I I want to say they made it for like a hundred million dollars, which I mean, like I know that's a lot of money. hundred million dollars seems like a ton of money, but um, it may. Oh, that's the old one. Yeah. But I think, you know, in terms of like what it's going to generate, it's going to go way above that. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it makes a billion in the box office. And that is a huge, you know, amount of money to make back. Yeah, this one article is saying um, that the budget is likely over $100 million. Okay. Um, Usually on Wikipedia, it just says, like, underneath the thing, it says, like, how much the budget was. If you go to the Wikipedia article, like, usually underneath the thing, it'll say somewhere around in there. Hundred million. Hundred million. Okay. So far, it's apparently grossed three hundred seventy-seven million. Okay, maybe it won't make a billion, but I mean, it's, we're still within the opening week. Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, like they're gonna make a lot of money on this, so I oh, don't yeah. see I don't see any reason though why they wouldn't do it. No, I don't either. I think we're gonna see more Mario stuff. I just don't know if they'll go straight into another Mario or a spinoff. Mm-hmm. You know, they could do like a like a Captain Toad. Yeah, would that be good, though? <laughs> uh, I mean, I liked the Toad character. Yeah, but Captain Toad and Toad are not the same people. They're not the same characters. Captain were they, Toad were they and not Toad. Going, were they not going for a Captain Toad no. kind of thing? Okay. No. Well, I guess I, I've never played that game, so those games. I don't know how many there are. There's one. One game. But, I mean, Captain Toad shows up in other Mario games. But there's mm-hmm. one Captain Toad. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is the one, like, dedicated game. Okay. Um, well, maybe they shouldn't do that then. Because I thought that was supposed to be that that toad. That Toad. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think that was just Toad. I think that was the Toad. The Toad. The Toad. Yeah, that was Toad. That was Toad. Like, the one you play as in Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. That Toad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For Main sure. Main Toad, you know. I loved his big monster truck, too. Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. The whole Mario Kart scene was great. All right, well, before we uh, wrap this thing up, man, yeah, we have something important. We want to tell you we have a freaking Twitch, okay? Uh, we stream on And that's a thing. Twitch channel. We don't just like Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We have a Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv slash gig, all words. Mm-hmm. And uh, we stream on there three times a week, unless something crazy happens. But it's normally Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. And in fact, tonight being a Sunday... Uh, at the time of recording, we're going to play some Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. So come hang out with us on Twitch. Uh, we stream at 8 p.m. Eastern, and we usually stream for a couple hours. So yep. I'm usually not there the whole time because I usually have to leave. But yep. Daniel's usually there the whole time. Randy has to go drink milk. <laughs> yeah, I, I, have a, I have a very important schedule that I hit, that I keep. Um, yeah. So moving on to the end. I like how people are going to be like, what? Does he really go and drink milk? Like, yes, he really does. He really leaves me. And goes and and drinks milk and harasses me in the chat. He's like, I can't play anymore. I gotta go. And then he'll be in the chat for like thirty more minutes drinking milk. That's yeah. no lie. Let me tell you, that definitely happens every single time. So maybe not every time, but it has happened. It has happened once, and now I can't live it down. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> so um, you made it to the end of this podcast. 
I know you have because you're listening to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to let you know that we appreciate you listening to the entire podcast or making it at the end. And the way we do that is through our Three for Dale Club. So if you made it all the way to the end, leave us a comment and just somewhere in the comment put Three for Dale. And that lets us know that you made it all the way to the end. And on the next podcast, we will shout you out. Mm-hmm. So we've got four members of the Three for Dale Club this week. Starting out, we've got longtime mainstay of the podcast viewership, Heather Cook. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Heather. We got Tom Derry, who recently joined the Discord channel. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Be like Tom. We've got a newcomer here, uh, Mahela. Mahela. Mahela, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being part of Three for Dale Club. And then, finally, the king of the Three for Dale Club, we got Landon Stallings. Mm, Mr. Three for Dale himself. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's, you know... It's definitely, we need to get Landon a t-shirt that just says three for Dale. Well, what we need to do is just go to all the yard sales around here and find him an old classic Dale Earnhardt NASCAR shirt. You know, white, just printed. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We need to do that. That would be hilarious. (laughs) Landon, be be on the lookout, man. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, until next time, guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. And this has been Gaming Gig. Peace out.